Hi friends, you're listening to Lose the Plot with Carla and Emily. Welcome to part two of reading Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. We are covering chapters 25 to 49 in this episode, so warning, there will be spoilers. I'm Emily, and I think Knox Morgan is a dick. (laughs) I'm Carla, and I really need you to come back and marry me because I don't know how to fold clothes. (laughs) Emily is, like, staring at me like she's so angry. (laughs) Well, this was my pick. (laughs) I'm just going to say. Now that we know how it all ends, this was my pick. So I truly and deeply (laughs) apologise. I had good reviews. It is good. It did, it did have good reviews. Maybe in the way of it was entertaining that it had good reviews. Yeah. It's just slightly triggering. Which is fine. It's just fine. <laughs> it's just fine. So what was the last thing we remember from I before? I think it was them having sex and then her parents showing up. Yep. Okay, cool. The next bit that I remember happening is she's talking to – no, Steph's talking to Knox yeah. about selling her house. Yeah. And he goes, oh, well, she's got three potential buyers, so hopefully she's happy that she's going to have an offer. Knox's response just, like, wigged me out so much because Steph goes, I hope Naomi thinks that that's good news. And Knox goes, why the hell wouldn't she? Like, super <laughs> defensive. And it's like, Because you're not that great, Knox. Not even a like, little bit. And then Steph had to go on and he said, well, this was Naomi's dream house. and She it, saved for it. She saved like, for it. Mm-hmm. It was her, the house of a lifetime. Yeah. And he literally, and then Knox literally goes, plans change. Plans change. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> not everyone has like a $12 million win. Okay. Yeah. It's just, but the way that he was so defensive and mad <laughs> about it, I'm like, how dare she might not want to stay with you. It's like, yeah, like, why wouldn't she? It's like, whoa. That's how I imagine he talks, by the way. Oh, okay, Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Like, chill. (laughs) Like, relax. Oh, no. Uh, Anyway, that was just something that stood out to me. The thing that annoyed me over the next couple of chapters, not everything annoyed me, just little bits. It's the constant referral to her as our girl, my girl, by every single other character that's Mm -hmm. not her. Yeah. Like her mum, our Mm -hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Her dad, our girl. Yep. And they, they were pretty. our girl. Steph, our girl. Yeah. They quickly lumped her in with Knox as well. Yeah. And then it was like, my girls, every <sighs> 10 seconds in this end of the book is yep. my girl, our girls. <laughs> the girls. I was like, oh. yeah, the girls. Yeah, the You're girl. just like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. It literally was so repetitive. If you put it in there like a couple of times, I reckon it would have been very cute, but it was literally like, Five a chapter. It's funny that I didn't really notice that as much. I think I was more, I was really angry at the constant growling. <laughs> like, why is he always growling? <laughs> like, this, it sort of got worse as things carried on. I'm like, is Knox okay? I don't I think he's got rabies. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to go to the vet. Kisses outside. <laughs> I honestly think he needs to go to the vet. Someone scan his microchip and send him off somewhere else where he belongs, please. <laughs> One thing that I highlighted, which I thought was really funny, was 
Knox was almost disturbed with the capital D when he had any feelings towards Naomi that, in his own words, hit him someplace besides my cock. <laughs> like, what? Anytime he had any human too. emotion towards her, He's like, he was oh. like disturbed by it. But when he, when they, that exact line is about them talking about Waylay too. So it was yep. like, how dare she? Let's ex- hope it hits someplace besides your cock, I'm sir. Like, she's playing with a child. Are you kidding? <laughs> Ew. Like, I get it. Sometimes people find the maternal or the paternal to be attractive. No. But don't say hit somewhere other than your cock. Like, you know, you've got other places on your body, right? You could have said heart. Like, <laughs> brain, you could have just said. You could have just, I don't know. Hit me right in the eyeball. I don't know. Him liking a part of her character as a person, he was so offended by it because it just went against his character as a person. It just made so much sense for his (laughs) his repressed ass. And it's just all of this has been foreshadowing for the ultimate climax moment where it was the ultimate problem. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I thought it was going to be so totally different. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I, yeah, I did too, I think. (laughs) But it's just like every 10 seconds is a mention of his like dick. Dick. Yeah. And I'm like, surely men think other things. Like, surely he could have been like, wow, she looks stunning. Playing. Emily, didn't you know that his dick's actually the center of the universe that we're all just rotating around? <laughs> right now. I was very unaware. <laughs> but, uh, but isn't that taught to everyone in school? Oh, I did. Well, apparently. Yes, Knox Morgan's dick is like what everything is centered around. Okay. He's just super repressed emotionally. He's kind of incel without being an incel. Does that make sense? Well, he's an incel that got away with having genetically good looks. Yeah. Unfortunately. Ew. I love how he was chatting to Naomi's mum. Mm-hmm. And she's just full oversharing information about her own daughter to him, like just straight up. She doesn't give a fuck. And this is all surface level stuff that he kind of already guessed anyway. Yeah. Um, Imagine if she turned around and went, Naomi actually likes full on 100 people orgies. And she likes a train. Yeah, she's she literally, get- she's on drugs now. <laughs> like, Tina's she- uh, Tina is the better one. Tina's <laughs> mild. Tina is mild. Naomi's wild. Naomi. He wouldn't even like that because she's be getting like, railed oh. on a Tuesday. <laughs> That's why she didn't come into work today because she was getting trained. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just some like, was going everywhere. I don't know. I just don't think the parents should just trust him like that. I don't think so either. Just because he brought a coffee, I think it's unrealistic. Oh, by the way, it's not Walter. It's Warner. I know. I was dead. I'm like, how did we call this man Walter the entire time? And then it's actually Warner. But I mean, it's the same energy. You know what? It, it's the same energy, but it makes it arguably worse because the only person I can think of is the guy out of Legally Blonde that's named Warner. Yeah. But Warner's more of a dog name than Waylon, in my opinion. Yeah, Waylon's like the bikey dude with the huge. Handlebar mustache. You know, that's a Waylon. That's a Waylon. He's <laughs> a Waylon. <laughs> oh my God. She's just like, Warner never bring her coffee. Yeah. Warner didn't give a fuck, okay? Yeah, War- like, Warner was more upset about the laundry not being folded. Like, what? Was that a thing? Oh, no. Warner's appearance was so sad. Like, we predicted a couple of things. Tina come back, obviously that came true. Mm-hmm. Warner slash Walter, he came back, but it was very underwhelming. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be a bit more... It was I'm not very mad about it, though. I would have changed a lot about that. Yeah. 
And what else did we predict? That there would be like more gang sort of stuff, bikey yeah, stuff. Why what was, the hell was that? It was like a mild put in there about the bike. It was mildly put in there, but I think it was only oh. put in there for resolving one small problem and that was it. Yeah. Like so, it was, I mean, we, I guess we'll we'll dissect that all of these parts of it. But yeah. yeah, those were our predictions and we were kind of we were kind of we were kind of on track, but I thought it was going to be way more spicy. Yeah. than it ended up being. So the entire family's upstairs, they've got a barbecue happening. And then they've just gone off for a little, not even anything. They're literally under the deck is what I imagined. I could just imagine all the gaps. The mum's just sitting there like <laughs> staring down <laughs> with her wine. like. <laughs> and then wasn't this when he was unexpectedly horny because she was playing with Waylay or something? Probably. And she was in a bikini and he was like, oh my God, she has oh my God. breasts. If he's going to lose it over the granny panties, <laughs> he's definitely going to lose it over a white bikini. <laughs> He was losing it. He was like, we must bang. Caveman, bang. Caveman, bang. (laughs) Her dad's upstairs like, oh, my God. Like rocking in the corner with his fingers in his ear. I can't Surely he was not that quiet. That man doesn't If there were any gaps in that deck, anybody looking down would just be like, where? Because he literally starts sucking on a titty. It's like, like, that's normal. (laughs) Waylay's like gone down to get. Her like, oh, well, she was asking her a literal question. She goes, Aunt Naomi, how many of these vegetables do I have to eat? Sorry, son, I've got my fucking nipple in someone's (laughs) mouth. (laughs) Can you give me five? No. (laughs) That was the situation, though, because it said her eyes went wide. Like Naomi's eyes went wide when she heard Waylay yelling at her. How could you be that unaware? Uh, Knox doesn't care. He was ready to bang in that bikini. That's what he said. Ready to bang everywhere, anytime. (sighs) I just thought it was awkward. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she tried to like vent to him after about what was going on between them. And he was just like, still like ignoring her. Like, I want medium rare steak. <laughs> and she's like, what are we? I need a steak. <laughs> Is that what he said? Wow. <laughs> He's oh like, God. I want. What was weird though, because it was his suggestion to do the fake dating when nobody asked for it. So just out of touch. He's like, she's so possessive. Yeah, like she didn't even need that. She's a she's nearly forty, isn't she? Thirty six. She's thirty six. She's thirty six. Imagine if my parents came up to me and be, were like that, and then had to go at me, and I was thirty six. <laughs> I would tell them where to go. <laughs> like I'd literally be like, "Get the fuck out!" I'm a grown woman. I'd be like, "This is my midlife crisis, and I'm going to do it how I want to." I was like, "Yeah." She yeah, she has a child now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think her taking her sister's child should just erase anything bad she's doing at the time in their eyes. And they don't really even seem to think it's bad that she's hooking up with him. No. So who cares? So Knox came in with this solution to a problem nobody had. It didn't exist. He just needed it. And then he got weird when she actually started catching feelings, like real feelings. And he was like, this isn't why I set up pretend dating. The idea of pretend dating was so that we could keep fucking with our consequence. Emily's eyes are like rolling into the back of her, stuck. her entire brain. <laughs> <They're> stuck. <laughs> just roll, roll them all back. Roll like I read a lot of fucked books. Okay, yeah, I read a lot of fucked books. Like I read Den of Vipers, and I was like, no, I wasn't okay with it. I was about more okay with it than I was with some of the things in here. And it's just like you can do possessive, and it'd be really, really good. But this possessive was like narcissistic, 
unnecessary. Like, yeah, like it like, just was like it's mm-hmm. not possessive in a situation where she's unsafe. It's possessive yeah. because he wants her and that's it. And he said that from the beginning. Yeah. He's essentially cock blocking her with his own dick. Yeah. Like <laughs> she should have got with Nash. She should have got oh. railed ten ways to Sunday oh, with no. Nash and that would have been fine. That whole scenario is just something. Lucian thing. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's where her train is. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. All of the female workers at Honky Tonk, Ugh. their cycles have synced up. This is this is what immediately started the random, like, I don't understand where this book is going. Immediately it, no. Immediately it, no. I was like, immediately no. Like, I get it. Because it was like the first half of the book we read, he was like an obnoxious prick. Yeah. He's still an obnoxious prick now. But every now and then he's given, like, speeches. Like, he he delivers packages yeah. for their cycle in a month. And I was like, it does not make sense. You can't just switch. That's exactly what I thought as well because – I thought not sending a period care package thing to the entire staff and avoiding the place completely was the most sexist and unsexist thing I know. ever. <laughs> because it's like that and you they care enough to give them brownies and, and then magically within this end of the book, Naomi cycles synced up to Yeah, this. what? I was like, she's not with them that much. I know. And the whole town knew it's all marked yeah, on the, the whole town's calendar. Like, what, is the, what about the other women in the town? Because in real life, you just have to function with your period as normal. Nobody How do they knows. know? How do they all know? Did they just walk around screaming like, I have my period? Yeah, like they're just ringing a town bell. Ding like, dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Get the, the fuck away. <laughs> it's like that McKenna when they're looking out on the balcony and they're like, the periods are coming. <laughs> like, what the fuck? There's something brewing out there. There's something. <laughs> like, no leakage here. I just don't understand. Up, and why was it such up. a dramatic thing? Because some people don't even care when they're on their period. Like, uh, you wouldn't even know. And then exactly. some people are like, oh, I've got, I'm in excruciating pain. Do or they all a have endo? Is that what? Is that <laughs> like, maybe. But, like, if they're all moaning and complaining. Why is no one else working that week? Why Why, why don't the- they just swap over with different stuff and let all the women stay home or something? It's that That horrible. would make more sense. Because there's no customers coming in, apparently. The fuck? You pay what is this? Off the witch trials and people are too scared to go near menstruating women? Like, what's happening? She's a witch! And like, if he can build a care package, why doesn't he just give them the week off? And do, don't you think a care package, that takes a lot of effort every month? Yeah. To organise or put together or pay for. But he doesn't even really like women. Like He doesn't like women. I don't think he respects women. I don't even like Steph Loki doesn't either because he's just like, let's throw Naomi into this fucking I feel like he's the friend that you shouldn't really have because he's a yes man. He is. And he's just going to go along with, like, if I told you, hey, Emily, I'm thinking of just moving to Timbuktu with a pair of thongs on. And he's the kind of friend that would just be like, yes, live yes, your dream, girl. Throw yes. money. And then when it all goes to shit, they're the, probably the ones that are gossiping about you to other people. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> like he was like a good friend, but low-key he was bad. Yeah, because if that was a real friend, he would have been like shaking her shoulders, being Naomi, you're a fucking idiot. You're not going to sell your house. Yeah. You're going to move back home, home with it. take your kid back home. Yeah. But, like where she would be more stable. Oh, yeah. And what confused me about Steph was why was he like in Rome and then he was back 
And then she said home when he came back as if he lived in Knockamout. I don't know. Because he didn't live in Knockamout. Why did he did need he? to go? No. So then why did he would just they move like there? your home? Did everyone, does everyone where just was decide he, to move Where there? was he staying when he was there? I don't know. Like was he staying there? Probably the crappy there? motel. Because remember, they only had the crappy motel and then. I think he was staying there because he walked over to Knox's house one day. So, so what, but whose friends have time to just become a live-in when you're having a midlife crisis? No and one. Then, like she's having sex everywhere. Like where is, what is he, where is he during the day when she's <laughs> it's a lot having of confusion. sex in her lounge room? And nothing even ended up eventuating between Steph and Justice. Jeremiah? Jeremiah. It Jeremiah. does. It does. If you, same name. Did you, read <laughs> the, did you read the extended chapter? No. Oh, okay. You'll well, have to film me in at the end. Uh, okay. I'll fill you in at the end. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're at the bit where Naomi's come to work and then she gets news that something's going down with Waylay. Yes. At the school. Yes. She what the got fuck? So, but she got so unreasonably mad straight away without knowing anything about the situation. She's like, I'm going to march on down there. Someone's picking on Waylay like the teacher is. You yeah. don't even know if that's true yet. Next minute, it's just like you need to do your homework. <laughs> I know. that It was so weird. It, it was, was right, though. But, but still. it's almost like she found a target that she could actually tackle. And yeah. she just decided to get all riled up about it. I suppose because, like, everyone else is too much. She's not even confrontational person. No. So why did I she just I don't even decide? think she did a good job either. No. I think they were trying to say how much she's sticking up for Waylay, but it's like you can do that the appropriate way by yeah. reporting the teacher. Yeah. Which they should have the did Monday anyway. Morning, not rolling over there on a Friday half about to get into a punch-up. Which she wouldn't have done anyway. <laughs> I know. That whole thing was just weird. They all roll around pretty much at once because Knox hears about it. The parents, so Amanda and Lou, get lumped into it as well. Because they're looking for Waylay. Because they're looking for Waylay. They arrive there. And the bit that confused me is it took me from the end until when they completely explained it that she was trying to put the mice in the teacher's desk or something. When she was like, oh, I know this problem's a bit bigger and everyone's like, Waylay's on the floor. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck is she? Doing yeah. on the floor. I was like, is this like a, like, you should call the police situation? That's is she getting her was. ass beat? That's I thought what... it was like a hostage situation and the teacher was keeping a hostage. I thought that too. But it wasn't. Okay. I don't know. I know teachers can be a bit psychotic. Yeah. But her reasoning, I don't think any teacher that works with the younger kids would pull the shit she did. Like, no. I don't, in my, it doesn't add up in my brain. No. Also, why is this teacher who's a fully grown woman who – so what had happened is Tina slept with her husband. But yeah. we don't know when. We don't that know. That technically could have been ages ago. They've only been in town for a year, so it's been within a year. But you you know that it didn't happen, like, yesterday because she's run off with a different man. So you know that – Yeah. Why would she just be like, you're a slut like your mother? She's 11. <laughs> I know. What is she doing? She's just trying to live. As they were about to leave to get to the school, when Naomi's parents were talking to Knox, he said, no, but I'm sure as hell going to have your daughter's back when she walks into an ambush. It's like, okay, calm down. What kind How of is ambush? One, like a middle-aged teacher sitting at her desk on a Friday afternoon is an ambush. Like what? what? He's so dramatic and corny. It's like, the oh, whole thing. I'm going to like, oh, it's must, must save her. <laughs> If she was so stressed, she wouldn't have gone alone. Yeah. But if if your husband cheated on you with some random skank, you'd think you'd just kick him to the curb and get on with your life. 
But yeah, the whole situation was just the weirdest plot point ever. Because I'm like, yeah. what does this mean? I think it was supposed to like add in Knox being a good person. <laughs> uh, I just don't even. Do, don't but really he think- walked onto the scene. Naomi is confronting Mrs. Felch. And all he thought about was, I want to fuck her because she's wearing that denim skirt. That was his entire assessment. I am so confused about this fucking skirt, okay, because I don't understand. Because in my brain I'm like, is it just a denim skirt or is it the 2000s weird pleated Paris Hilton style skirt? I feel like it's just the mid-length cutoff because he said there's a distressed, like, hem. I don't know why he's going in on the hem. Going in on the hem. Like, Next you know, like it's down at her ankle. <laughs> you know, like a pencil skirt, but denim. I like it. Okay. New theory. <laughs> it's ankle length with a weird split up the back. Oh, like the whole the Mormon situation. <laughs> Can you imagine that disgusting? <laughs> like, well, he did say that it was thigh length. Oh, okay. So I was wrong. I think it was cutting off at the th- <laughs> You were wrong about it being ankle length. Yes, you were. No one's going to go to Hooters and expect a girl to be wearing ankle length denim skirt. You don't know. We don't know this town. I do know. <laughs> I do know. I'm just going to say that that's not going to bring in the tips. But that upset me because the logistics of the next sex scene that happens is just come on. Come on. <laughs> that's why I think it's the whole like pleated skirt. <laughs> the best bit is this is when he's sort of voicing, I guess, in his own mind, his opinion about the skirt. And he was upset. No, he he thought in his own mind that he hated the fact that she was wearing it to serve beer to men that wasn't him. How dare she need to make money? But he's the boss. He's the one who makes the rules. Yes. And the uniform standards. Like, bitch, what? Do you not want to make money? I'm so confused. (laughs) It's just like he's such an idiot. And then, like, he goes to talk about how she's the better worker and does all the side jobs that they don't do. So you can't have both. You can either have her only do side jobs or you can have her serve as well. After that confrontation, of course, Waylay and the parents magically disappear because they're never around when things get spicy. No, they just – no one's around when it gets spicy. So she's late to work because she – this whole kerfuffle. Which no one has the privilege of doing that except for whoever's sleeping with the boss. Okay. <laughs> that whole sex scene also is weird because it was kind of like coercion as well because she didn't really want to do it and she kept saying no and then he just kept Was going. it? Yeah. Mm. There was one in the car where she was like, I don't – What she's like, we should go back to work and she just yeah. keeps saying it and then they end up having sex anyway. Yeah. I think she – it's not that she directly said yes – but I think when he kept insisting, no, you don't have to go to work, mm. like I'm the boss, blah, 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 then she sort of gave in. Yeah. This is like he was using the heavy baby, this baby, that. And I was like, stop. Between like that and the no condom, apparently this man never forgets a condom. They're always in his wallet, <laughs> probably dusty as hell with holes in them. Or they're in his truck, probably overheated from the sun. And yeah, knock exactly. Them out. Those aren't working. They're not working. The logistics of the skirt and the car situation didn't make any sense. So she's on top. That skirt is either going all the way down and you take it off or it's getting hiked up to your boobs. Or it's up at her nipples. Like it's under, it's a boob tube. There's no way that that skirt's in the area. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) Those things are way too tight. You can barely fit your own thighs in them, let alone. Unless she's like a thigh gap queen. (laughs) She's a... (laughs) 
<laughs> just a whole no thigh in a thigh. Maybe then. I don't know. Can't uh-huh. relate. So between that and then um, him sticking it in and her almost immediately coming, oh, I don't know. God. That doesn't make – No. Is this girl on drugs? Has, has the writer never way. had sex before? Ooh, let's not throw that speculation out there. <laughs> because you know what's weird, though? He's 40-something. She's 36. That whole no condom situation was pretending like they both had never had unprotected sex. Yes, and then they also were talking about how they used to go lose their virginity in that area when he was a teenager. And I was like, it's not really relevant 25-plus years down the track, is it? (laughs) Not really. It's a bit embarrassing. Like, why would you want to talk about that? I was like, that's – But he just always thought his entire life had and was willing to use a condom. He is not the type of man – He's the opposite. He's the type of guy that's like, oh, I'm totally wearing one, slips it off. Yeah. You're telling me he's never had raw sex in his entire life? I'm losing my (laughs) mind. Oh, he just waited for Naomi. He just waited, you know. And the (laughs) constant, like, milking. Oh, no. No. I wrote that somewhere. I was literally like, I've never heard the word milk be used as a verb this much in my life. And it's in the grossest way possible. I literally highlighted the whole thing and it was like. (gasps) Okay. Okay, ready? Are you ready? Re-traumatize me. I held her there, impaled on me. (laughs) As my mouth rediscovered her perfect rest, I swore I could feel the echo of each hard suck in the walls that held me captive. And then he goes, fuck, baby, fuck, condom. And then she lets out a moan. And he's like, Nox, if you move muscle, I'm going to come. And he's like, you're going to milk mine right out of me. And I was like, Bleh. Like, he actually said that. I was like, he literally just put it in. Like, I don't even. It's not her asshole. No. And also, why would moving the slightest bit immediately give you an orgasm like i'm so confused i'm so confused is she just hypersensitive are they both hypersensitive god surely not surely that have to be it doesn't make any sense so in the midst of that as well so they're having the discussion about how apparently they've neither had unprotected sex before yeah when she was engaged to a dude and was on birth control okay naomi okay okay we see you we liar see it. <laughs> it's anyway. she was getting trained <laughs> But he already had it in there, right? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I'm clean. I can show you records or whatever. Oh, just and then she was right just like, there. Yeah, just actually, let me just take out my dick. Like, what is going on? Who has that conversation in the heat of the moment? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? What? And do you actually think he has records? No. Remember last time we said he has dirty dick energy? He's the type of guy who in his entire 40 plus years has never had an SDI check. No. 100%. 100%. Do you think he goes into the clinic and is like, just, hey, just here for my monthly checkup because I'm such a hope. Does he drive like out of town to go? Otherwise the whole town would know. But everyone does know he's a bit of a hoe, I guess. But he's never been a hoe. His reputation is of a hoe. <laughs> like he's a man hoe. He's a man hoe. But he's just going through a drought right now probably because – He's over 40. His Tinder um, He's a bit of an prospects asshole. have whittled down. because the, <laughs> They whittled down to Tina. The young ladies have set their things to like 38. <laughs> he's like, missed the cutoff. <laughs> That's why he's got the drought. Hey, I feel oh. like he's the type of man that writes in that he's 25, but he can't get away with it because everyone knows who he is. 
yes. Like you go to his LinkedIn, it's like immediately his age. Oh my god. Oh, and then no. I like in that same sex scene, right? Yep. I think she like was coming, and she was like, "I told you I'm close," and she was like, "She sounds embarrassed." And I was like, "Why would you be embarrassed about that?" Girls don't get embarrassed about that. I was like, "That's a good thing." Yeah. Get ten in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rack them up. Rack them <laughs> like, up, <what>? queen. <laughs> He didn't even try. Get them all in. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Jesus. I was like, why are you embarrassed? What's the point? Did they have the conversation about the status of the relationship before or after the sex? I know it was awkward. I just don't know where it sort of was. I feel like it was. No, it it was was right after. Oh, no. It was right Uh, after. Imagine Emily, and this is permission to do so. If I'm, just say I'm 36 years old down the Mm -hmm. track, Mm -hmm. if I ever have to question the status of my relationship with some fuck boy just shake me shake me and slap me because that's just ridiculous how did she get to this age of her life and sitting there oh surely it's it's a disaster like this is 14 year old problems yeah it's embarrassing she's practically begging him to tell her the real stuff i'm like you i'm she's acting like she wasn't just married almost married like she's she never had a relationship and she asked someone else as well if they're married at the bar later the bartender oh yeah yeah she's constantly obsessed with the idea of marriage it's just <laughs> anyway but yeah she orgasmed in literally two seconds and she then knocks right out of <laughs> <laughs> and then Knox said or thought that the sex was worth the fake boyfriend crap yeah see so it just goes to show that's his entire motivation it's just rude it's like you're just doing real boyfriend crap. It's like, oh, I can't wait to keep up this fake boyfriend crap so I can continue getting laid. I know you're dating at that point, aren't you? Well, he would be more into it than she would be right I now. I mean, I don't think she gives a fuck. No, if he put it on the table, I think it would validate her pick-me energy. Yeah. But realistically, I don't think Mm-mm. that would hold up. Can you imagine living this book out? I would literally oh, eat myself off Knockamount's closest cliff. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, she's confused about it because she doesn't understand why, after that, they both go back to sleep at his house. Mm-hmm. She yeah. just wants to go. And he acts like it's a big deal when she literally is, like, ten steps yeah. down the road. Yeah. She's exactly. next door. She's in perfect view to see him piss in his own garden. <laughs> Imagine, you know what my fantasy would be for this is that Knox thinks that the sex is just life changing and earth shattering, and then Naomi's was, real opinion is like, "Shmeh, he's kind of a two pumper." He's kind <laughs> like, of, <laughs> I was done with a week of this a week ago. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I would. How good would it have been if she completely left? Yeah. To move back to her house and yeah. he like followed. I feel like that would have been better. That would have been very stalky. Actually, but I feel yeah, like he never would. mind. <laughs> no, but I feel like he would. He definitely would. She had to sleep on the dog side of the bed. Oh, yuck. And he had to swap the pillows. I can feel the pimples forming. She swapped the pillows because <laughs> the pillows smelt so bad. <laughs> I would have walked home. I would have crawled home if I had to. Jumped out the window. I would have been like, bye. Oh, that was Could you imagine? Up. I would not lay on the dog side of bed. If the pillow smells that bad, yeah. the whole bed's got to be grimy. Yeah. He hasn't changed the sheet since his last hookup and it's been a minute. Oh, my God. <laughs> wouldn't he sleep on the dogs? If that was the case, why wouldn't he sleep on the dogs? Mm-hmm. Where's the dog? Where? 
He's just sitting Probably on the end downstairs. of the bed like. <laughs> <laughs> so Naomi has a soccer game, Waylay soccer game to watch the next yes. day. So yes. she gets up early and she's there. She's hanging out with Steph who apparently doesn't have his own life and he can just pop into the story whenever it's suits there. him. Was it Sloane that joined them? And yeah. They were just gossiping and whatnot. I don't understand how Sloane's in it because she's only really in it for her niece. So where's mm. the kid's mum? Like where? She Everyone is just looking after their nieces. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. It's so that they can be sexy and single still. Oh, okay. What even happened at the soccer game? Pretty okay, much so it was a waste of time. There. So she didn't invite him at all. Yeah, which is fine. And then he rocked up. Of he course. rocked up and then he gave Waylay this big speech about how she's not allowed to swear. And then, you know, that problem was instantly solved by his <sighs> dramatically good speeches. A man of so many words. Not very good ones at times, but so many words. Well, Nash is there talking to Naomi, isn't he? Yeah. About the Tina situation oh, or yeah. something. He's talking to her about something. And he, and like, touches her shoulder or something. He literally touches the shoulder and then knocks, like, sprints in. Can you just imagine him sprinting from the other side of the football oval? Puffing and puffing, like, <laughs> in his, his old man heart. His shoes falling apart. In his, like, heavy, dirty jeans, just like, my <laughs> savior <laughs> from my brother. <laughs> and then they're having just a normal conversation. And he rushes in just so mad Next about minute, it. Next minute, he's just actually flicking off this, like, random bug on her shoulder. And then he does the constant thing where he grapples her in some part of her body whenever she's having a conversation with anyone he has to have like his entire arm hooked onto either her neck or waist or something like under like, her arm okay bro like full like, like fucking hell he's like ripping her wrist into a <laughs> literally dimension oh no <laughs> and then he almost acted like oh like i wasn't invited to this soccer game and it's like bro relax sleeping well like why does he care he doesn't I don't think he cares about Waylay. I'm going to just throw it out there. I mean, they try and make out that he does, but I don't know. Not much happens. This was just a waste of a chapter. Because if he (laughs) even cared about Waylay, he would have been there before the game started. Not like mid-game. And he was only appearing because he had the idea that she was near another guy. (laughs) It's like he's got the He's seen Nash's car go past and he was like, he did a full (laughs) U-turn. Literally. He's like, hold up. (laughs) He would be stalking her. Like, I'm laughing, but it's not even funny. He's driving around the soccer fields, like, (laughs) watching. (laughs) Hovering. He's probably got a tracking device on her phone that he bought. And her. then Nash. Because that's a bit sus. Because he mean, bought her the phone. They did bring right? it up too. And yeah, she's on the family plan. So he Why can is she track on the her. family plan. Why wouldn't you just get her a phone that she has to still pay for? She's out here getting. Because that means she has some control over her life, Emily. Oh, and we he, wants, we can't have he that. wants to have the financial hooks in so later he can use it against her. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> God, I don't know how it even got to this, but they're having sex again in the lair, the fortress of solitude in the office. Is this like before or after? Oh, this is after the fight with Warner. I literally didn't write any notes about the fight because it was so unremarkable to me. It was so, yeah. Warner just runs into the bar when she's working, like walks right up to her and says, ha ha, you've made your point. You're coming home. Happy families. Let's go. Yeah, I get it. Like punch him in the face. Like, but where did Knox come from again? He's just always fucking lurking. He just come. He always comes barreling in. Like how? I imagine Knox being like this annoying person that's heavy footed everywhere, yeah. and then you know what I mean. Like you could hear him yes. like stepping everywhere, like clumping around. <laughs> I don't even. 
What is Warner thinking? What is the Warner? delusion is strong? He's, He's like, like, you need to come back and do my laundry. Yeah, I've, I've Take run it out to a dry of cleaner. I've run out of tidy whities. It's been like a couple. It's been a month now or something. <laughs> I just, I just keep having to. Re- he wouldn't buy new ones. He would just keep rewearing them. <laughs> I reckon. Like that was the weirdest fight ever. So he goes, he punches Knox, and then Knox clocks him right in the nose. Blood. Why would boring. he think him showing up, Knox? Probably presents himself probably a bit crazy too. <laughs> a bit. A bit. A bit crazy. She calls him a Viking. Like That is just, true. Could you imagine some like Viking looking person leaning over you and you're me. like, you know what? I'm going to punch you in the face. I know. Well, we don't know. Warner's apparently handsome. That's all we get from his description. He's Ugh. such a one dimensional character. And you know what's stupid about Warner? He was just a plot point to make Knox look better. But he doesn't. Because They're she, just the same. Well- once just you're supposed to perceive Warner as worse is because he was physically abusive on purpose. But yeah. Knox is all the other types of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So Warner, yes, he's physically abusive, but she's just going from one shade of fucked up to another shade of fucked up. Like you just not the fifty shades. <laughs> I know, like not the fifty shades. <laughs> not quoting Christian Grey. <laughs> like I just don't I'm just even 50 <laughs> <laughs> like where would Kristen Grey fit into this <laughs> I don't even know like who's he worse Knox or Warner Knox or Warner <laughs> <laughs> my head is spinning <laughs> I just I don't even the that's 50 not shades of dirt just ripping off Knox <laughs> he must smell so musty oh no yeah so he's coming and barreling in with his BO he's punching Warner <laughs> and then he tells her the security code to the lair, which is supposed to be like, ooh, oh, my ooh. God. And it's just like a desk. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I'm imagining like a detective interrogation room with all the grey. All the grey. <laughs> the reverse mirror. <laughs> he can watch his staff, but they can't see him. It's either that or he's got like paperwork just piled up in random corners <laughs> on dusty. the floor. You know it's dusty because no one's going in there to clean it. He, if, if he can't clean his own house. Yeah, exactly. His own jeans. He's not cleaning no paperwork up. And then he was like, baby, truth is, on his best day, he was never going to be good enough for you. And he fucking knew it. And he was pretty much saying, if he wanted to, he would. Like, (laughs) his version of that. Essentially dobbing himself in at the same time. Because he's only trying to fake date her. And then he's like, if a man wanted you, he would make it known while simultaneously not making it known that. Oh my God. He's literally giving her this speech. Also, they started sort of having sex, right? And yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't want an entire Tony Robbins speech Ew. while I'm about to try and have sex. Like, are you kidding? Why are they always trying to have sex? But why is he giving her, like, like this entire it. corny speech? And are you really going to have sex immediately after being riled up and shooketh like that? Yeah, wouldn't you be, like, crying? I would be crying. Because, like, what What if Warner's going to try and bust down the door still? Like, you don't really know I mean, what's going on. I mean, I'm sure on. Lucian's got it handled that man weird warner's just a non-issue then it was immediately like fight scene and then her like riding his hand but the the worst part is that Knox is sitting there criticizing what warner's done to her and he's doing the same violence yeah when he's also physically violent towards her because he grabs her arm all the time. And her neck and stuff. Like he's And then always... what ends up happening in front of everyone is him spanking her non-consensually in front of literally all the customers later on down the track. Yeah. 
with her underwear showing. So how can he criticise the Warner guy? They're just the same. It's just she's not doing his laundry, which she probably should be at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. What also came out of near around this sex scene was Knox even growls in his own mind. Oh, my God. Okay. He even thinks I growled. I'm like, stop. Stop it. Yeah, Give man. us a break. Could you imagine? Like, him, like <laughs> he's like, I growled. <laughs> Pack it in. Pack like, it in. stop. Oh, this is when the word milk was used again. Mm. I'm like, these guys I never want to look at milk again. Fuck off and go to a dairy farm. It all, Actually, you know what? It reminds me of this book that was like trending on TikTok. Oh, I didn't read it. Okay. I'm not going to read Oh, What is it? Okay. So this was a book trending on TikTok around the same time as the Ice Planet Barbarians thing. And it was like a cow beast sex <laughs> No. It was cow beast smut. Like it was as a, cows? He was – no, it was she was a person. And what? he was like – a cow, but he was like human, but like Ew. a cow. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I thought this was bad. <laughs> You're like, hold up, we're not going there. No, we are not. <laughs> so what happens next is that I think they have sex again at his house or something. She gets broken into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She gets a break in. So we still don't know any reason why, like what's going on. And then like the whole bloody tribe rolls up and they're like <clears throat> she's just with her bread might she's not gonna stab anyone and so he whisks her over to lisa jay's because she's not safe there which is fair enough fair enough and then they're sleeping in his childhood bedroom and then they have sex yes. again after a very traumatic experience yep. again 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 it's always the trauma bonding though with him i mean it literally because she's like teacher's office sex yep. warner sex yeah Break in, Break in sex. sex. It's like he's locking in the traumas yeah. so that she builds dependence on him emotionally. Yeah, like, and yeah. it's working. It's working. If he thought about doing this properly, he's actually kind of smart and manipulative. Yeah. He might be one of those sinister people that understands that the more he does it like this, the more it's fucked up probably she's going like to be probably like tricked yeah. her in her brain. Like, yeah. And it's even worse because around this time he was like, and it just makes me feel almost bad for what I have to do tomorrow. Yeah. So he was planning a, the breakup. He in was his planning mind. the breakup, even though he was constantly talking about loving her at the same Ew. time. It was fucked. So what? She they're in the she meet her dad, his dad, because they break up because yeah. they meet the dad. Is that yeah. before the child bedroom sex scene? I think so. It was like that day. That was such a weird thing too, because they were like adding him more that he was like a good person. I know. He was volunteering cutting hair. It's like, okay, big whoop. He's a millionaire. He can afford to spend some time yeah. volunteering. That's like, a thing. Yeah. He can do that. <laughs> yeah. And then so she meets a guy that looked a bit like an addict. Yeah. And then he handed him a big water cash. I'd be more thinking why Nox would, is buying drugs. Why wouldn't you? Okay. Yeah, I would think that too. But if you were like a squillionaire, wouldn't you put your dad into like the best rehab center ever? Like you don't owe him that, but wouldn't that be the way you go? Maybe his dad doesn't want to get better. But why would you give him a huge wad of cash? Buy if him he's food. an addict, he's going to go buy drugs immediately. Buy him a unit and buy some food. Yeah. Give I don't it. Know. You've yeah, got time to go into town. Buy some fucking groceries for your dad. He's Jesus not doing God. it very well. So they go out to lunch or brunch or something Ugh, yeah. meet up for brunch it's like a At breakup pizza, brunch a pizza place or something would called. you like a breakup brunch no <laughs> i would rather you just text me so i can like do other things 
Could you just can I organize the rest of my life? Can you keep this to like? I don't think I've ever been broken up with in person. But technically, that's the right thing to do. I mean, I don't care. No, you appreciate the breakup text. I would appreciate the text (laughs) over like a lunch because I'd be like, "Are you kidding?" I feel like yeah, because honestly, a breakup in person is too emotionally draining for me. I'm not ready for a marathon. No, don't even do. If you're willing to take her to lunch to break up with her, at least take her to the fucking virginity field first. (laughs) I think it's kind of. In a way, it's also like she sort of felt too, it's rude to take someone in public to break up with them because it's almost like you don't want them to cause a scene. Yeah. I feel like I'd make a scene for Flair because, oh, you want to break up with me in public? (laughs) Oh, oh, you thought I was going (laughs) to come. Be calm. You thought I was going to be calm. I've never had the opportunity. I'm actually a little bit upset. Oh. (laughs) Well, you know, just stage one later. Yeah, the drama would come out in me. I'd be like, oh, because then Break you could, you could um, dine and ditch. Dine and ditch. Well, she, yeah, true. <laughs> true. I mean, it, it kind of works out anyway because she's very calm, but then everyone fucking hates him. <laughs> oh, what the, the fallout from him breaking up with her. So he breaks up with her face to face. She's like, of course you would do this in public. So, yeah. And then the way she became icy and everything, I was like, yes, queen, this is her yes. villain origin story and I'm here for it. Yes, and she did it so well for yeah. a little bit. And, and I- also, big whoop, your jump off broke up with you. Yeah. You were literally just engaged. It's time to go harvest some new dick. I think because she was like <laughs> in a very vulnerable place and she just assumed because – and it probably didn't help with Waylay. Like he's mm-hmm. all the things he was doing for Waylay too. Mm-hmm. She probably just like, – Yeah, that why wasn't would you pretend. Do that? He kept – Falling back on, at least. We're just pretending. I, d- I don't think he was pretending at all. I think he just was, like, using it as an excuse. Yeah, but it's an embarrassing excuse, especially to elderly parents who are already grandparents at this stage. No one cares. No one gives a Like, fuck. you're not 14 and pretending you're friends so that you can see each other or something like that. Then That's You're not reasonable. sneaking into her bedroom. You're yeah. literally all <laughs> living on the same estate. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're all there. Oh, it's just so bad. So his own friends come around and essentially – threatened to bash him for breaking up with her. Yeah. What is going on that the entire town is in love with her within five seconds? I mean, she and they must all have be her back. that great. I suppose so, because she does try really hard for everyone, I suppose. But honestly, if someone like that, if they broke up with someone that's not good enough for them, people should just support it and stop meddling. Because mm. if they think she's really that great, they'd probably be like, yeah, this Knox dude's emotionally mature well, and psycho. you know what, though? <laughs> you know how I was saying in the last podcast we did that it reminds me of Hardy Dixie mm-hmm. in that I'm pretty sure her and I think it's her and Wade break up yeah. kind of very similar situation yeah and the whole town hates him yeah. and brings her food around and oh, like looks okay. after her and ignores him but is that a serious relationship I think it was like it got too serious it started oh. off as sleeping together got too serious and then he broke up with oh, her so it's sort of like this yeah what I don't get is how literally everyone happens to become an armchair psychologist straight away. Yeah. And they're trying to drill Knox with a million different speeches and not just accepting that he's a 43-year-old fuckboy. Like, he's, they know this he's about him. He's a 43-year-old fuckboy, but he's also very narcissistic, so he's not going to listen to a fucking word. Exactly. And, like, why are they all trying to – He doesn't give fuck. – instill values into him that aren't there. Yeah, you've known him for 43 fucking years. Yep. It's just really awkward that everyone, like literally everyone comes at him from all different angles. Her family, her friends, his own friends. 
random people, like the people who work for him. I actually love that all the people that work for him were booing him every time. That was was the best thing ever. Yeah. But also, you can quietly have a breakup. Like, I've had a breakup and people didn't know I was broken up with someone for literally almost a year and they were like what like acquaintances and things how does news travel that quick it's almost like she ran out of the she was running down the street and she did a group text because how does everyone know it was that bell it was that bell again it was the bell it was the period bell they're like wait what it's the breakup bell it's the breakup bell but how does everybody know that quick even like his clients at whiskey clippers were like (laughs) Like canceling on their appointments. It's like it doesn't matter anyway. He still gets your money. It's like, oh, he's not going to continue dicking down Naomi. How dare he? I'm going to cancel my appointment. <laughs> That'll hit him where it hurts. I'm going to go eleven million dollar bank account. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to cancel and then get it done by his assistant. And it's like, <laughs> You're still paying him. I know. <laughs> so bad. But when they were at the volunteering, apparently the haircut's worth 200 bucks. Yeah. Like, what? 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 I'm Is there paying, gold flakes? Yeah, like, I'm not paying him 200 bucks to touch any part of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't even know. Naomi, with the encouragement of Steph, is trying to get her shit back together about five days later of wallowing. I'm sorry. They were together like a month. And of course, Steph is not here. This is when yeah. he's gone. Of yeah, course. Who even knows? I think he's got sugar daddies. I think that's what Steph's doing it must with his be. life. They did say he looks like the guy, when they were referring to him, he looks like the guy out of Crazy Rich Asian. So it makes a lot of sense. Oh, okay. Do you know which guy I'm talking no. about? The ma- oh, okay. Never mind. He's very attractive. I can't okay. remember his name, but that's the movie he's in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's encouraged her to get her shit together, stop wallowing, stop being depressed, because five days is a long time for just a random- I mean, Yeah. Yeah. How dare she take five days? Well, she was wallowing. He got her out of bed and then she organized for people to come around and have a nice little social gathering. I would probably take a month. But for they were practically only together for maybe even a month. I mean, but yeah, the trauma bonding. So she probably needs a little bit more. But yeah, that gathering was the best thing ever. It, it was, was so fun. hectic. So they're having a proper barbecue out in the yard. Lots of people are there. Lots of people are here for the barbecue. And then so Knox realizes something's going on because obviously he lives next door and his dog just runs off to the party. You know, because Waylon loves Waylay so much more too. Yeah, exactly. And then he comes charging in, just ready to cause a scene and ruin everything. As yeah. always, sees Naomi in the firelight or something. They're With having Nash. a bonfire. Literally just casually talking to Nash around the bonfire. Meanwhile, she's probably talking about like a grocery list. Like, <sighs> and then that's he, how much substance she really has. He literally charges in and he already said something to Nash earlier when yeah. he was giving him the breakup speeches about, oh, well, I guess you can have a go with Naomi now. What I don't think Nash fuck? would do that. I don't think Nash would. Nash I, was never even interested, it seemed like. I don't think he was. I think he kind of mildly was, but more so to piss off his brother. Like, yeah. does that make yeah. sense? He Be- wasn't literally thinking, can't wait to smash Naomi after my brother was just all over yeah, that. Yeah, because he literally, <laughs> like, you're not going to go, Nox, I think you fucked up and you should go- get back together with her and then yeah. be like, <laughs> I'm exactly. going to go fuck her too. What the? <laughs> yeah, anyway. So he comes over and his, his response to seeing them talking is almost as if he walked in on the full gun Actually, at it in the yeah, bedroom. Yeah. yeah. And then he called her leftovers. That exact moment. Like, I would never, never, ever again. Speak to him. Never. No, he's I dead. would move back home. 
Like I would mm-hmm. move towns. I'd take what, who the fuck? And she in front knows of everyone. Mom. Her parents and Waylay that she really is family with. Everyone else can just fuck off. Like, yeah. And she doesn't need neighbors. Didn't he say like it makes sense that you'd be on my leftovers at least they won't go to waste or something yeah so he was essentially calling her trash and leftovers i would never i would never speak to him again no. he'd be 100 because he me. yelled it out in front, yeah, of, in front every- of everyone and he was talking about her as if she wasn't there yeah like he was carrying on and on yeah and then he stormed out of there taking a hot dog and a beer only to throw it in his own trash five seconds later yeah and then waylay had so like a little bit of a go as well go at him too yeah the fuck yeah, imagine having to be told off by an 11-year-old because you're an idiot. 100%. And the way that Waylay said she was going to take Waylon was epic. I was like, yes, girl. He doesn't like, deserve a dog. No, take his dog. That was the best part. I, I did like, like yes. that. Um, eventually somewhere in the there she was like, if you don't do this, I'm going to tell Waylay she can keep the dog. And yep. I was like, just that keep the great. fucking dog. Fuck him. That was great. <laughs> the dog chose his new owner. <laughs> so at this point, they've, you know, they're broken up. He's sending her the typical narcissistic Ugh. trying to hook you back in text messages. Like, are you okay? She's clearly fine. She just had yeah. the biggest, best bonfire of her fucking life. And she's got family. She's got friends. She doesn't need you for anything. She's and him pretending like he cares is just him trying to control her. I just love that both Lucian and Nash were at the bonfire too. Yep. So they good. were like, fuck him wallowing. <laughs> hey, we're just going to go here. Well, he had nothing to wallow about. It was The issue was his own doing. Yeah. Instead of being better and going to therapy or figuring out why you're so freaked out about a committed relationship, yeah. you just put it all on her. Yep. And then he expected everyone to have his side for it. And then he wallowed and then expected to be the victim still. Mm-hmm. It was like, God. I, she was supposed to work. Yes. And then she called. No. His ex walked in to the bar. Who's telling her about the scenario at all? How did she just happen to walk in? Uh, yeah, I don't. I think she was just in town, oh. <laughs> which was very convenient. But she just happened to seemingly know the whole story because she sort of made a beeline towards her. Yeah, it's like after she told kissed her? Knox. Why would you, after so many years, go and kiss him? Like, yeah. why would that be just, a thing? I love how they set her up as if she was a threat. She kissed him on the mouth to greet him, and then she completely was not a threat. Yeah. Like, what the hell? They're all at the bar, all together. Because Knox is the kind of guy who would go on Tinder within five seconds and have some rank girl in the bar. Yeah. yeah that's exactly on brand. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And so when that didn't happen, I was actually surprised. I was like, what? what and the then fuck? this girl, Lena, happens to be like an ally for what? And then she just says, blow off working and come day drinking. I was like, yes. And then he literally called the cops. Yeah. Did the cops have nothing better to do he than to constantly <laughs> but to constantly follow Naomi around at all times? Like, where do you think she's going missing? She left work. She quit. <laughs> yeah, she was about to quit anyway. Yeah. It was just a disaster. Can you imagine your ex calling the cops because you just left work with your with his ex? Maybe. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I think I've but been I in a like very similar would, situation. That would be justified though. In the reverse situation, like he's I don't know. You know what I mean? That's Nothing's so justified. <laughs> I just love that Sloane showed up. She was like, yep. fuck yeah. Yeah, I in really, her Uggs. In her Uggs. And then you've got <laughs> Lucian and Nash there. God. I did disaster. love the bartender. I yep. wish we got more of the bartender. Yeah. Him yelling at everyone trying to hit hit on them. Yeah, they're just trying to fucking talk. 
It was just sort of like an I hate Knox club, which I was here for. <laughs> but then who has time in their life? Like, I don't take what, an where, inventory Where's their of, job? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't have an inventory of all of what all of my ex's current misses are doing. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't have time in my life to be like, I'm going to go just blow through my hometown to make sure that any of my ex from 20 years ago's, like, <laughs> current fuck buddies are struggling. Like, I don't have time for that. That's charity work. Nope. <laughs> That's, like, a lot of effort. Not for me. <laughs> And um, it's sort of weird that her parents seemingly live in Knock'em Out now too. And where? Like Lisa what? J's house? But the thing is they just casually move. Everyone should just gravitate towards the town just to be with her. With her. What Do they Why? not have jobs or lives? Why do they treat her like she's so incompetent? She's probably the most competent out of all it's of them too. Weird. I don't know. So the whole scene with Lena was just, to me, it was entertaining but it was a waste of time. Yeah. Like, what are her motivations to be doing this? Why? She I has think it no... was a, another setup. Yeah. Just has yeah. no purpose. Which really. we'll get into at the end, too. Yeah. She Does she come back to the bar? Does she go? I, um... Yeah, she comes back to the bar at some point, and then Knox grabs her arm. Yeah. And at this stage, he knows how abusive her ex was to her. Yeah. So he thinks it's okay to just manhandle her. And then he spanks her in front of people. Yep. And, like, they haven't even resolved anything. They're still broken up. She's upset. She's pissed off. She doesn't want to talk to him. She hasn't responded to his text. Yeah. And then everyone was sending text messages going, oh, have you guys made up? Yeah. Are you kidding? I was like, Is he trying to cop the biggest sexual harassment complaint in the history of Knock Him Out? They probably would never because his name's on every fucking building. <sighs> like, is he good? Is he okay? He's not okay. Knox brings her in to talk, right? Aren't they back in the lair or something? Yeah. Ugh. And he's trying to go through all of his excuses of why he can't be in a relationship, essentially. Bullshit. And he's like, oh, it's because my dad left and blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay. You're also 43. Go to therapy. Get over it. Solve it. Solve the actual issue. It's like it happened, what, 20 plus it's got to be like 30 years ago if yeah. they were young enough to move in with their grandma. Exactly. But do you know what's fucked up? Naomi had just left a violent relationship. She never used it as an excuse to be emotionally abusive towards him. She never used it as an excuse to be distant and playing games and weird to him. No. Nope. But she has been traumatized. Yep. So his trauma from literally childhood is more important than her trauma from literally a couple months ago. Yep. <laughs> apparently yeah because by that logic she has every reason to practically act like tina and get away with it yeah she should act like but she did it she hasn't done a thing and he doesn't actually... she doesn't even drink or anything i don't think either no not really and then so after that big dumping which is supposed to be him opening up and being vulnerable which i don't think it was because he didn't properly apologize in my opinion at yeah. all no and then he just says we good I know. There's another bit he, like, says thing, like, that's on the line of, like, we're good. And it was like, baby, I don't think you get it. If it wasn't you and Way, it's never going to be anyone. What's the point of telling her that? Yep. That you're just telling her that she was, like, good enough but not good enough. Yep. And also he's just saying this is his last chance. She could go off and meet someone new within five minutes. She could be happy. Like, she's 36. He's just saying he's He's just emotionally abusive. Yeah. And he decided he's at a point in his life and it's only timing that he wants to settle down because he can't do any better. No. No one's matching with him anymore. No one's matching with this fucking old man. No one new moves to town. 
like that can't even wash his own jeans. Like Jesus Christ. Can you imagine him saying we good and you know that he expects to bang in two minutes? That's how his brain works. That's how it is. He literally was like, we good? He hasn't even properly apologized. We unzipping his pants. (laughs) (laughs) But he hasn't even properly apologized for how he went about the breakup either and his psychotic behavior afterwards. Yeah. The fuck is what it is. I just don't even know. It's just hectic. And at this stage, what even does Naomi feel at this stage? Because it seems like she's okay with it because he did, like, because he actually opened up. I think she was probably just like, wow, he's finally come around. We can finally be together. Oh, no. Which, is that what you would want? <laughs> like, no. after all of that? That would be a whole lifetime of that. If someone's been living a certain way their entire life without a lot of work, they're not just going to turn everything around and say, oh, I'm just husband material now. Like, what? Mm-mm. Immediately after we get out of the lair, we have mm-hmm. our problem. Yep. Which is Tina, of course. Yep. And Tina is like, Naomi is so fucking stupid because I would never get in a car with <laughs> no. Tina. I would never get in the car just be like, to find Waylay with her if she didn't care where Waylay was in exactly. the first place. Yep. But anyway, she gets kidnapped. Yep. And bloody then, Tina. Bloody Tina. No one notices for a good fucking Ten, a whole town's in love with her, but they don't notice for ages. <laughs> yeah. It could be worse. Like, it could be hours, I suppose. But also, would the town really organize a full-blown search party 30 minutes practically after Naomi was missing? Probably, Like, actually. everyone had their pitchforks and everything. I yeah, just they were that, ready to go. But I feel like that was unrealistic. I mean, they the do The whole town? Her. It must be a very small town. That's why I think it's um, very related to Show Hard Dixie because it's something they would do. A whole town. It's that when they do small town things like that, this are very community, very yeah, like in each other's like pocket. Everyone can't be on top of every single drama that's yeah. going on. Yeah, it's just they can. Oh no, they are. And I knock just them didn't out. really believe it. So we haven't really talked about it much, but there was the random redheaded dude that was sprinkled in to the plot. Oh yeah, I just thought he was. A I pedo. knew. I yeah, I thought he was a pedophile too <laughs> because he was asking about Waylay in the library. I did think it was something related to Tina though. Because you yeah. can't just throw it in there. Yeah. It's the same reason that they're throwing in her little heart charm every two seconds on her shoe. Yeah. You know, it was great because Knox is freaking out. He's like, what's happened? They don't know where she is. They think Tina might be involved because they check the CCTV footage. So they're like, okay, she's hopped willingly into a car. It's probably Tina, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Lucian comes in with all the receipts out of nowhere and he's just filling in all of the entire details. Yeah. How quickly. <laughs> and this is the only time the biker thing comes into yeah. handy. And Lucian was literally like, oh, well, people have been talking about so-and-so. He's the son of so-and-so, which is a huge crime boss. And he's trying to branch out. And apparently he's been with Tina this whole time. And also, like, like he's been there They ha- every time they have the little meetings about <laughs> Tina and he's just sitting there with all the tea, like. <laughs> why is he holding on to that information? Like, he's like, surely. I'm going to wait until Naomi's life is at risk. Until and she's I'll actually tell my dead. best friends all the details. <laughs> but it was just to move the plot so much more forward. Yeah. But it was like, what? And then they figure out they can track her phone. Yeah. So they go chasing she's on the family where tracking plan. is. Yeah. They find her mobile. So obviously... The dad, the mom, everyone's like trying to find out where she went. Yeah. What was the the redhead's name? Was it like Hugo or something? Like I weird? think so. I think I have Duncan Hugo. I think his name is Duncan. Hang on. <laughs> Duncan yeah. Donuts. Duncan Donuts. I have no idea. Let's call him Duncan. <laughs> 
can I just say that Duncan is literally like the way I pictured him was like an Austin Powers villain, like just really wacko. I don't know and why. Just- in his under like tidy whiter, he's eating stale pizza with a gun. But why? <gasps> he was giving, you know, Charlie's Angel. Yeah. But a more stupid version. That guy that in the first movie, the villain oh. in that, the shake and bake guy. I can't. It's not creepy thin man. No, it's the other one. Oh, I don't remember. It's been so long since I've watched it. He gives that vibe. Oh yes, yes, the one who was the double crosser guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, there's so much why to this. The whole mm. setup is just fucking ridiculous. So Tina's been dating this Duncan guy. I don't know how. I, there's no chemistry there. No. She's like his only crony. So he's been trying to branch off because he's cut off his dad or whatever. Yeah. They're in some what sounds like a warehouse where they've got stolen goods that they're, I guess, shipping off to eBay. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Where are his other cronies? Where are they? Where is his backup? Isn't he drunk? Yeah. He's drinking. Yeah, and he's, he's got, playing video games. And he's got Tina, but they're not even collaborating. She was like, you bet me $100 that I couldn't bring Naomi over here, so give me my 100 bucks." Why would you say that to your crime partner? Yeah. What the fuck? Are you guys in on a plan or are you against each other? It must be against because I don't think they gave a fuck. And he didn't even, like, what? Like, normally when you're a crime couple together, you're kind of like ride or die and you're on the same page and you're doing a yeah. proper scheme. Yeah, and then straight away she flips. Anyway, yeah. she, she goes, goes "Oh, away. you're you're trying to kill us all." <laughs> what the fuck? Was She's she like, "Oh, you did tape my daughter to a chair." Yeah, that I didn't care about in the first place. Oh, so Naomi's standing there in front of the, the whole setup of the scene is so weird. Yeah. So Naomi, Tina, and Waylay are there. Waylay's gagged and tied to a chair. Yeah. Tina's suddenly confused. Yeah. Why have you got my child gagged up? Like, what did you expect him to do? And he's got a gun waving it madly around, being like, I'm going to kill all of you. Yeah. For what, Duncan? Yeah. He stole the dog. Why would you steal <laughs> the dog? Just leave the dog. I know. Why, what is the why, What does Knox's dad have to do with all this? <laughs> <laughs> so they're all just awkwardly like, what is even the hostage situation here? So Waylay apparently has a disk drive with people's names on it. Big whoop. Yeah, big whoop. He could have got that a lot of different other ways. Yeah. It was just like people that were informants. Yeah. But like, I mean, what? how is Nash an informant? I would have believed it more if it was the secret recipe to KFC's chicken, to be I honest. I mean, yeah. I, or the what? Krabby Patty. Krabby Patty recipe. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is going on that couldn't, he could have just asked for it. Like Tina had ransacked the house to try and find this disc and couldn't find it. Yeah. Well, Waylay hid it because her mum cut off her hair. Yeah. So she hid it as, like, punishment towards her mum. And she had a copy at the library as well. Yeah. And so this guy's drunk, waving around, being like, I want the disc. Me. And then Tina's all like, oh, now you're threatening to kill us? What did you think was going to happen, Tina? You idiot. You probably would have died the minute you handed it over anyway. How did Tina get it? Where did Tina get it from? Wasn't it in Waylay's sock? I know, no, no. But where did Tina get it from originally? She's not that smart. Where did she get it from? I don't know. And if Tina had it originally, why didn't he just have it? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But it was the weirdest motivation ever. Like, oh, cool, I brought my sister here for 100 bucks. Yeah. And then when she realized he was just waving a gun around and threatening to kill them, then they go into the toilets and get changed. Because, you know, periods are so disgusting. Oh, again, what is with the period stuff? (laughs) She's like, do you want her to get period blood all over everything? She's had her period, so we need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Okay. What? 36-year-old doesn't have control over their periods. 
I don't know. Like, I mean, come on. Anyway, <laughs> so they're in the bathroom. We learn that Tina has big fake titties. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That are wonky. That are wonky. <laughs> and so they swap clothes for God knows what reason, and she's telling her this weird scheme for what. Like, yeah. She just wanted that hundred bucks to get some darts. Like, what is going on? <laughs> but if your boyfriend's like this crime boss, why don't you just have money? Because he was cut off. Because he was stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Makes so much sense. I don't know, like, what the big score would have been. Would it have been selling the disc? Yeah, I think that so. That they were referring to the whole time? Yeah. So they come back out wearing switched clothing. Yeah. Trying to bamboozle him. And but- she thought it would work because he's a bit drunk. But, you know, because Tina's wonky titties gave it away. <laughs> Tina's wonky, wonky titties. titties. And um, her underwear. <laughs> I don't think he even noticed because of the underwear. I think yeah. he just said you have the same undies. Yeah. Yikes. But what is going on here? They could have easily taken him yeah. together. Yeah. If they he wasn't waving ran. a gun around. Like, he just ran at him, though. Yeah. Oh, I just... Like, his motivation was so weird. I really thought this would go in different ways. It was just daddy issues. It really was. And I also thought that he would have cronies in the, in the warehouse. And yeah. that's what I thought was going to be. It's like, why was it just three people? I mean, he kind of did because how come it took them so long to get from the base of the stairs upwards? <laughs> I expected when everything was going down, I expected he was, like, going to try and kidnap Wale to create a hostage uh them to give them bulk money. Yeah. Obviously, because now that they – I thought the whole scheme was, and Tina was in on it, was they left Waylay with Naomi on purpose because they knew that everyone in town would start loving Waylay. Yeah. And then they'd take the child away and then tell them, because she's got a rich new boyfriend, knocked Morgan, that yeah. they need, like, ransom a million dollars. Yeah. That's literally such a better scheme. Yeah. I would for ransom money. <laughs> exactly. That's what I literally thought the scheme was. And it ties everything together because why else would she abandon her on purpose with Naomi? Yeah. But it was so much less convincing than that. I it was would. like, what? And this all came down to $100 for some darts? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So then he figured out it was Tina and and um, they know. swapped – and, and magically then, got some bikey information to find exactly what warehouse they exactly. were in. And then Nash and everyone rocks up. And at this stage, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I don't even know. <laughs> I was, like, tapping out. I was like, where, why do they all have guns, like, magically, like, strapped? What? Yep. What? Is yep. she in a bikey gang and she just never noticed? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was the resolution. That was the big standoff at the very end. Yeah. And I was so unsatisfied. I was like, what? I was so unsatisfied and then so triggered that he asked her to marry her. And then she immediately said yes. It's because the constant trauma training he's doing with her. <laughs> he's doing <laughs> that's it on a, purpose. That's the bit that was like, for fuck's sake. Like, but also, he's confusing these traumatic events as him having feelings for her. Yeah. Whenever he gets worried that she's in trouble and he rushes to the rescue, he's not realizing that he's just a control freak. Yeah. He's thinking, I have feelings for this woman and this child when he doesn't. Yeah. So and then how does that equate to marriage? Like, that's going to fix everything. We'll like, never have an issue ever again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> marriage will solve that, all of that. Well, we get to like Waylay's party after. Like, it goes from very traumatic to immediately them having sex at Waylay's party. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you assume that this is a couple months later or something? No, it's literally a week later. <gasps> okay. It says it's a week later after it because it's Waylay's birthday. 
Um, she's not allowed to say I love you because, yeah, he's a control freak, so she's not allowed to say it back until when he proposes to her. Probably. Yikes. And then that's it. You know what's really funny? Why are we getting all the plot explanations the second he put his dick in? They go from him about to put his dick in and then there was like a synopsis of t- things tying up. She's got to wrap it up. She's and trauma then, bonding us too. <laughs> and then and then they're in mid-sex and Knox is like, I want to have a, another kid. Mid-sex. This mid-sex. is not the conversation They've known each other for having. a month. But this is not the combo you should be having. No. And then he was literally talking about waylay during sex. It's gross. That's my stuff. I disgusting. I was like, this is not okay. Like, uh, and then uh, I just and also, does he think he's magically just going to be the marriage type? Why? Maybe. Is, why is marriage just supposed to be fixing everything? I won't. Yeah. Without anything resolved. Nothing about his dad's resolved, his daddy issues. No, they resolved that in the extended chapter. Oh, no. That you've got to click on the link in the end of the book. Okay. Is there anything we need to wrap up from the book itself mm, before you I let me know so. what happened in that extended? I don't think so. Do I want to know what oh, happened? Oh, they in move the into the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they have a nice little happy family with a bow tied all around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay, are we ready? Are we okay, ready for I'm the ready. extended cut? So it jumps five years into the future. Okay. Um, she's infertile, so okay. she can't have kids anyway. Okay. So in this bit, they're adopting kids, so they got a call overnight. They got a three-year-old and a 12-month-old. Okay. Waylay's got a boyfriend. Okay. But the thing that I think the extended cut was mainly for is the dad came back and he was sober. He's more in their lives now. Okay. And they all just lived in this big happy house. Okay. So, I know, <laughs> they're all in Lisa J's house. Okay. The thing that I think that extended cut was for, it's because Nash has a wife. In that five years, okay. he's got a wife. Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain it's Lena and that's why – She's no, yeah, because apparently Lena was there, but they didn't say Lena was his wife. Oh. They had twins, so they had kids, and then I'm pretty sure Lucian and Sloane are married too. So I think, Ew. and then after that, they're like in her little cut thing. She was like, read about them in the next book coming up. Okay. So the next book is either going to be Nash and Lena or yeah. Sloane and Lucian. Yeah, okay. So they're going to be three more books, but essentially the extended cup. I cut was they adopted kids because they were infertile. Waylay has a boyfriend. They're yeah. all happy family in this big house. But why is And then they have sex again, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. But, oh, and they got married and she had daisies in her hair in the photo. And literally it. Mm-hmm. So that's it. They did get married. They like, did I, have I, the best five years. And she was like, I'm so glad you're the father of my kids. So did he stop being abusive? I think so, yeah. <laughs> As if. <laughs> very on like okay for the he was getting too tired at 47 the second that he (laughs) decided he wanted to marry her he stopped being an emotionally abusive narcissistic manipulative prick okay yeah yeah (laughs) that's really what's gonna happen i don't know wasn't convinced of the ending but i just don't think marriage is the solution to a lot of things (laughs) so everyone oh it's great everyone got coupled up like ew marriage and kids are never the solution i know it's just like but that was their solution marriage and kids Oh, no. When it should be therapy. Don't you think maybe she was in a way his midlife crisis, but he's going to have another one. Like, I just feel like he's the type of guy that 
know what? I just think he was like, you know how, like, I think at 43, he was still convinced he was 18, 19. Yeah, like a because, bachelor. Yeah, because, like, not even just a bachelor. Like, it was like the hooking up with randoms and never mm-hmm. getting a serious relationship, the random fights he had with his brother. Because mm-hmm. what, why are you fist fighting your, <laughs> why are you getting in a punch up yeah. in your 40s? Exactly. Like, what? That's embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Like, there's a whole lot of things, and I think that it was, tr- they tried to write him young. Yeah. But he was not young. And then all the misogynistic <laughs> things made sense for him being like 43. I just thought it was dumb how Warner just exited stage left and wasn't an issue. I wanted him to come in and, and their relationship. problem. I wanted their relationship to be good, but just no chemistry. So she almost wanted to go back to him for the stability of it all. Yeah. Because at least it's less dramatic than this stupid life. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a real option, but she had no options in this entire book. She had, yeah. It was just Knox. And the way he was behaving, he made sure it was too. Even though there was no competition, it was so – I wanted her to have a chance. It's like she was fully trapped from the beginning. Yep, from day one. So she went from being trapped with Warner to trapped with Knox immediately. Yep. Like I just feel bad for her. And then immediately married like after what, two, three months of living Uh, there. So, yeah, I'm sorry for picking this book. It's all right. It was on an – Amazon list. I have seen like all good things about it. I think it just depends on your taste. If you're not very aware of emotional abuse, then you'll probably be like, yes, he's just a possessive king, Mm -hmm. but he's not. Yeah. You can have the real possessive kind, but it's different. Like it's more protective, whereas Mm -hmm. this is just him just being gross. And the fact that he would throw the relationship in the trash straight away shows that it's not because of he actually genuinely cares. Yeah. It was his selfishness that was the actual issue. He just wanted to live his bachelor life. Yeah. Like, it's like, go do it then. Yeah. No one's stopping you. Mm-hmm. Don't drag all these people down with you. Nope. Not even support her with her own traumas. Is what it is. Ridiculous. So anyway, the book was okay. It was just very, the way it sort of all came about towards the end was kind of corny for me. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. But I mean, maybe it's corn. Maybe it's corn for the sake of being corny. Yeah, maybe. Like it's just a bit of a drama. <laughs> just drama. Any final thoughts? Like, what would you give it out of five? Or what? What should we? What should we rank it as? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Can we rank it as how many we goods out of five? How many we goods out of five? I'm about a two we goods. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look, yeah, I think it had very good. I know a lot of people loved it, but I do think it had better potential. Like, it yeah, could've it could have been so much spicier. Yeah. I would be pretty much in line with the two wee goods out of five. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, eh, like I read the whole thing. I mean, it could have been more complex. It just his character. Her character was fine. His yeah. was literally only Not his enjoyable. dick like, yeah. related. It wasn't enjoyable to read yeah. his parts. It would have been nice to see him actually overcome like his feelings instead of just being yeah. like, oh, I'm just pretending to date her and then I love her. It was like there was no in between. At the end, it's literally like he flipped a switch and decided that I'm going to just have feelings now. I mean, the first half and the second half of the book were very different. Mm -hmm. Like it was literally if you were to read them separately and not know, you would. But like we want to see the development of him growing morals and growing a conscience and growing empathy. We don't want to see him just be like marriage will solve everything. Yeah. Like what? Marriage that was the switch that he decided I to I was quit. like, he wasn't even really Waylay's parent. He was just randomly there yep. at times. Yep. I know. And he's like, I'm going to just take all this on because I've got no other options. Like, yeah. I'm I like, I'm 43. I'm running out of time. I think that's 
what happened to him, to yeah. be honest, because he didn't even like her and he said she's not the type from the beginning. Yeah. So that's probably all we have for this book. Anything else to add, Emily? Okay. Okay, cool. good. Thanks for joining us on Lose the Plot with Carla and Emily. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. If you have a recommendation for us to read, send us an email, lose the plot podcast at gmail.com. 